The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. So we've been decluttering over the winter break, and we thought, hey, you might be too. So here's some discussions, some anecdotes, and some tips that we gleaned from our decluttering project experience. And we just hope they come in handy, or at least provide some entertainment for you in any of your decluttering efforts. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian-American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So around this time of year, many people start to, they want to change their lives. They're like, fresh start, new year, all the things, new you. And that is a whole other podcast topic to talk about because I really think January, Mm -hmm. the feeling of January Mm -hmm. should start in March, spring with that season, you know, you feel energized. We're still in winter, Mm -hmm. you know, so it is a, it lends itself to a different type of activity, Mm -hmm. which I would say is more internal. Agree. However, (laughs) however, I did have some vacation during this um, winter time, and I knew what I was going to do with it. Like prior to going on vacation, I knew we're going to declutter. You planned. We are decluttering months in advance. I planned, like because because during the year I felt I wanted to. How this started? Let me just tell the people how it started. I saw a beautifully paced out October calendar that had decluttering tips for every single day of the month. Okay. So it gave you a small action every single day where at the end of the month, you would be decluttered. So it might be something like um, on day one, declutter, uh, go through the junk drawer. We all have one. Mm-hmm. Or several. Usually in the kitchen. <laughs> Go through the junk drawer in the kitchen. You know, so it was it was bite-sized, manageable tasks. However, it still wasn't manageable for me. Like, I was just I was gonna like, say, Oh my god, I couldn't I couldn't it, do it. It might look bite-sized and small on a nice, you know, grid yeah. laid out in nice, neat little boxes. Yeah. But when you actually go into, let's say, the laundry room mm-hmm. and like, okay, I'm going to declutter the laundry room. And you look and be like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I think I need shelves up here. At first, I need to clean this place. Yeah. It, it's not... I mean, I think that there's a place for the, that level. Mm-hmm. And I think it's for the person who's kind of already there. Right. Just to do yes. a little, yeah. Yeah. you know, a swoop because yeah. no one is ever there all the time. Right. And where is there? I don't, I don't even know. But you're always going to have to declutter, you know, you're yeah. always going to have to declutter. So, right. so okay. anyways, okay. this is what the plan was. And the first thing I did was my closet. And then from my closet, it went to my drawers, my dresser drawers. And then, I mean, it just started to take over. And I remember feeling like, 
I can't do this. <laughs> like I felt, I felt so overwhelmed sitting amongst what felt like organized piles of clothes, like keeping what I'm donating. But at a point, there's a moment where you just feel like you can't finish it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you might not be able to, but anyways, the fact that this was the, the bedroom, I was like, okay, I have to at least get this to a point. So anyways, did the did the did my closet, my dresser drawers, and I did my office, which was something that I had been wanting to do, especially the office closet, because the space was not being used in a great way. It just was not. And I realized at that moment, I don't have the right tools. So we will get into that, um, not in this podcast, but the next, the podcast after this. So in this podcast, it's all about preparing to actually start doing the decluttering actions. Yes. Sienna's experience was so valuable having gone through this. Um, I'm going to use these tips because I still need to go through my office. You're going to go through your office. But what all of this prep helped with is when Toast and I together did our basement room, our, our lower level room. We together went through this whole room and decluttered it and it was great. Okay. So coming up, here we go. These are going to be our tips to prepare for a very successful decluttering project. All right, here we go. How to declutter with your partner. Part one, this is preparing with tips. These, these are the things to have in mind and to get ready so that when you actually do the decluttering project and you're in the midst of all of the clutter that you are decluttering, that it goes well, as well as possible. Yes. So here we go. Tip number one is... Accept that at least some of this will be overwhelming. Yes. And if you naturally lean towards having anxiety, mm-hmm. a lot of it will be overwhelming. Oh, no. A lot of it will. But it's okay. Like it really is okay because what we're after, and I think something to keep in mind, is how great you're going to feel after you complete this. Yes. Yes, totally agree. Like, just because the f- sense of overwhelm arises doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're doing it wrong at all. That's just part of it. That's just part of the right. experience. And I love what you said about doing it for your future self. Like, yeah. I think that does help having that mentality of like, look, I'm engaged with this project, not for me right now. I'm engaged it in this project mm. um, on behalf of s- somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my future self. Like, yeah. That, and that person's going to love what I did. I'm, yes. I'm going to do a great job for them. And also to having a clear, organized space mm-hmm. does lower anxiety. Mm-hmm. Having yes. organization and clarity in your space will make you feel less anxious. It's just, that's just a fact. So you're going to be your own Jeff Lewis. Yes. Okay. So that's number one. Except that, you know, at least some of this will be overwhelming. So take deep breaths. So take deep breaths. Take deep breaths throughout, even when you think you don't need them. Just take deep breaths throughout the journey. Okay. That's number one. 
Are we ready for number two? Yes. This one is very, uh, also physical, but moving on from the breath here. This one is eat before you start. Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated and also start early in the day. Start as early as you can. And that might be obvious, but we don't want to add any hangry moments, you know, that could crop up because one of the people didn't eat or (laughs) (laughs) they didn't take care of their basic needs before starting this. You just don't want to like, let's just lessen the variables that can be thrown in here. I really like this. To cause stress, right? Yes. Let's take those out. Eat before your shift. Yes. Prepare for hydration. Because you're not going to get a lunch break. (laughs) Prepare for hydration (laughs) and just start as soon as you can, you know, early in the day. Like don't, don't put it off. Don't like go, oh, you know, and then just plan to, to declutter and it's now noon. No, no. All right. Okay. Next one. Ready. Number three. This is very much pertaining to working with your partner. So this one is about knowing yourselves, knowing each other, knowing what each of you does best or what your inclination, your natural inclinations are. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in the course of engaging with the actual decluttering, there will be many different jobs. Some oh, are yeah. more, uh, shall we say, dirty than others. Mm-hmm. Or physically demanding, right. lifting moving boxes. And some involve more of that Jeff Lewis kind of thing where it's like envisioning a space. Jeff Lewis, for, let's tell people who Jeff Lewis is okay. in case you have to know. tell. You, you know, so Jeff Lewis is a designer. Um, he also flips homes, and you may know him from his original series, Flipping Out. <laughs> and now he has a different series on TV called um, Hollywood Makeover. Hollywood Home Makeover. Jeff Lewis is a famous gay man. Yes. Yes. So anyways, yes. So so the examples that we came up with in terms of, okay, knowing what each of you does best. So for example, I, Toast, am a good finder of appropriate sized <laughs> boxes for yes. storing things or, ma- or mailing things or transporting things. And that's because I happen to be the one who does the um, breaking down of boxes and sorting of recyclables and taking yep. out the trash. You know, yep. you have that person in your house who yes. does that stuff. Yes. So I'm that person. So I'm kind of like, I know what boxes we have yes. available. And it's like, we need a box and we'll talk more about these tips in the next episode, but we need a, we need this size of a box. Can you find me this size of a box? And Toast can go and do that while I continue on. And I also happen to be the one who enjoys cleaning. Out of the two of us. It's not like cleaning is my favorite thing to do, but I'm just more inclined towards it. Like dusting. Like I know, Sienna, you've gotten annoyed with me a little bit at least <laughs> whenever we're in the <laughs> mode of like rearranging furniture or something. And then I just, I just, I really feel the urge to Here, dust. It's like toast right disappears. At that we're time. moving, we're moving a big piece of furniture and then toast all of a sudden she disappears and then here she comes back with the spray cleaner and paper towels <laughs> because something she needs to clean. It's something. just my inclination. That's great. I was born I mean, that thank way. thank God. Thank God for that. Right. And Sienna, you're more 
visual, I think, than the two of us in terms of I think en- I'm... envisioning how to maximize the use of a space. Yes. Yeah. I'm more spatially oriented and I can see what makes sense for space efficiency. Mm-hmm. So that, and that, I feel that that comes pretty easy. Yeah. So I yield to you when we are, <laughs> right, right? You know, when we're working on a space together, it's like, okay, what are you seeing? And, and then you direct me and I'm like, okay, okay, yep, I'll move this, move this here, move that there. Yeah. And then sometimes too, like for instance, when we were uh, moving our bulletin boards, I have an eye for like if something's straight or not. You heard that right. We don't (laughs) use levels in this house. Um, I thought you were going to make a joke about being queer. Oh, no. Or not straight. Anyways. That would have been a good place for it. But so toast, so I will step back, toast will hold it. And then I will tell her if it's straight, you know, what, what, where to move and whatnot. And then when we're ready, I'll say, okay, right there. And then she just slams it into the wall (laughs) with her strength. So her strength is also, um, so funny, a benefit. So she will just slam that into the... And we're talking about command strips. So like we'll put something up with a command strip. And then even if we were using like, okay, we need to put this up, you know, she knows the drill and, and how to do that stuff. So then that's that's your strength that you bring. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I enjoy I drilling I can do a things. nail, a hammer and a nail. Don't sing the song. I won't. <laughs> okay, next. All right, so... That was three. Know what each of you does best. Mm-hmm. Number four. This is a great like psychology one. Okay. Okay. So, and this tip comes I'm out of the, like I don't know what it is. <laughs> this tip comes from the fact this is going to really help us in making uh, sorting decisions because so much oh, the, the real psychological work of decluttering has to do with making decisions. What are you going to keep? What are you not going to keep? And sometimes that feels like a really tough decision and that gets, that's what makes you feel overwhelmed a lot of times. So here's the tip. When something strikes you as being a difficult decision, just move on to to the next one. That's easy. Just find the easy, just move on until you get to an easy decision. Because there are going to be a lot of easy decisions. and when Easy you make, yeses, easy noes. And easy, when you make yeah. those, that's going to feel so good. It's going to get yeah. you into You're gonna momentum. You're going to move along. And also, this, this next tip, or it's actually part of the same tip, but it's kind of foreshadowing the method that's going to show up in our next episode. Mm. But also realize it's a win when if you put something into like, the unsure bucket, like if you mm-hmm. if you're like, ah, oh, this this is a tough decision. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. That in itself counts as having made a decision. Yes. The decision is you took an action regarding this object. Yes. I am unsure. That's my decision right yes. now. Yes, yes. Right. So, and that's gonna feel good because all we really want is progress. We just want to feel like we're moving along and and all of that thing. Okay, next one. Yes. So the next tip we have. Now, this one is tough. I will say this one is tough. So as you are going through your things, resist, resist. Use every fiber, every cell of your being to resist. Shut it down. Going down memory lane. 
the magnetic pull of memory lane will be strong. You're going to find that box of your yearbooks. You're going to find that box of old letters, of journals, of your third grade report card, of um, a ceramic bowl you made when you were in second grade. You're going to find the things. You're going to find it. And you're going to think... Oh, and you're going to want to go through, and especially if your spouse is there, you're going to want to do show and tell. You cannot, okay? You're not going to, don't do it and say, see this ceramic bowl? I made this when that, my teacher was, no, no. So resist going down memory lane and doing show and tell. Just, you got to. This is you not the to. time. It is not the time. It is not the That's time. not the project we are working no. on. Memory no. lane is not today. No. So what you do instead is you get out your calendar and you pick a date in the future, later, where you're going to schedule a visit to, to memory, memory lane. lane. Yeah. And do show and tell. And that might make you feel better. Yeah. And because- then you'll have one focus. You'll really get to like enjoy everything. Okay. Okay. Next one. The next tip... Uh, the next step is be realistic about how long things can take. And it's hard to be realistic because we don't declutter enough mm-hmm. to, to have enough data in our experience of like how long things will take, I think. Yeah. At least we don't. So I think the rule of thumb here is that, you know, it's probably going to take longer than you think in, yes. some, in some places. And it's probably going to take shorter than you think in In other places. So uh, it's a great adventure. I guess that's the that's the uh, positive, Mm -hmm. fun way to frame it. Mm -hmm. Because when we did this downstairs, I think it took shorter than we thought. Yes, right. Like we budgeted two days to do this lower level, and it only took us half of one day. Right. Really. Right. So, just a heads up about that. That's, that's what this tip is about in yes. terms of planning. So be flexible, yeah, you know, your time, be flexible as you start seeing things unfold and don't stress out, like start to ramp it up because you, you, you're behind schedule, right? Or something. Just, yeah, it's, that's not going to help mm-hmm. the two people doing it. Um, two more tips. All right. Next tip. This is the time to be extra kind to each other. So this is sort of like the eating, you know, be responsible, take care, you know, eat before you start, hydrate before, during the process, Mm -hmm. but also just be extra kind, like make an extra effort to be extra kind. Hmm. I wonder if putting on music will help. Oh yeah. Music absolutely will help. That should be its own tip, you know, like just put music on. Okay. Good music that raises both vibrations. Find some, you know, find some music both of you can agree on. Yes, and um, maybe you might have to trade off. You might have to be <laughs> like, well, my playlist for one hour, and then your playlist for one hour, or something. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay last one. Last. Tip. Take it, toast. Okay. So now we're getting closer to actually sorting through the stuff. And deciding what stays and what goes. And, and we're going to go into detail about that in the next episode. Yes. So we have, we have the phases of, yes. of the decluttering for the next episode. 
But for this episode, just in preparation, uh, I, it's going to be really helpful to at least think about your values before you decide if you're going to keep or throw away or donate a certain item. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, things like uh, the, the sentimental type stuff. It's like, well, h- how many uh, greeting cards <laughs> will be enough for you yeah. to keep in order to regard yourself as valuing a certain relationship, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. it's like, and, and it's not, I think knowing your values is kind of almost like a lifelong project. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least considering it, at least sitting down and thinking yeah. about it. Um, It'll prime you. Yeah, yeah. Kind of put you in the space of, okay, what kind of person um, do I want to be? Um, because something that that prompted this most recent decluttering project for us is the idea of minimalism. Mm, yeah. And being minimalist is not one of our values, but we see the virtues and the benefits mm-hmm. of it. And so we decided to be a little more minimalist than we mm-hmm. were, but which know. made it easier to let go of a lot of things. Right. Yeah. So we kind of dialed in our values around uh, minimalism and the, mm-hmm. the amount of stuff that we... Our future selves. That we would consider ideal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and having done that work in terms of knowing our values really did help when it came time to decide, okay, am I keeping this? Mm. Right? Yeah. So... I heard That's... a tip... I heard a tip from yes. a minimalist okay. who said that a lot of times we keep things for just in case. Okay. Well, I may want to entertain and feed 18 people mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. So I need those 18 plates. Just in case. That's just a gr- yes. in case. Absolutely. Just in I case. relate to that. Yeah. Um, I need 12 ex- of the same extension cord. Because what if, mm-hmm. you know, I, I lose one, mm-hmm. you know, what if someone needs one? Um, so, and his advice was to, to assess it in terms of, can I replace this today? Would I be able to get that extension cord today for $20 or under? Oh, that's interesting that he put a dollar amount. He put on a it. dollar am- okay. amount on that's it. That's helpful. So that yeah. if you do, if you get, you know, if if it's like, oh yeah, I could do that, mm-hmm. and then you get rid of things, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, I need it, I do need it, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. then you replace it. But like with the extension cord thing, it's it's you probably wouldn't go buy twelve. You'd probably buy the one, mm-hmm. and then maybe that's all you need, or mm-hmm. two. Yeah, um, I like that. So yeah, that's what that's what. His advice was. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> that yeah. reminds me of how I think about cardboard boxes. Because oh I'll keep, gosh. there are some oh, cardboard boxes Lord or, packing, or packing materials Please, that Jesus. come into our house because, you know, we've ordered something Good or somebody God. sent us something. Oh, no. And I will keep it. 
because I'm like, that is a very special and unique cardboard box. Good God. And it's not like you can just get one of those any old time of the day. Yes, you can. (laughs) No, some of them are quite special. Okay. Oh, boy. So those are our tips. All right. How to declutter with your partner. That was part one, just preparing. Mm Mm-hmm. And next episode, we'll go over the five phases of actually implementing your decluttering project. So thanks for staying with us on this episode, and we hope you join us for the next one. Until next time, live your love Love story. story. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.